Hello, and welcome to The Pointless Podcast. This is the second episode of The Pointless Podcast, and I'm your host, who barely posts, Andre. Today we have a special guest. A special guest. You know, I'm using that word special very loosely here. Um, but yes, I think, she, I think she's a great person. I think she's a good first guest. Her name is Valerie. Say hi, Valerie. Hi. There you go. Um, there has been many many a technical of difficulties before we actually get this, this working for you guys. But you know, it is what it is. We do move and here we are recording this excellent podcast. Um, so to introduce my guest, uh, Valerie and I have known each other for a good while. You know, we've met each other from the tender age of 16 at college, sixth form, whatever you fancy to call it. Um, yeah, we really got on. I think I'll let her tell, tell you guys <laughs> more so, you know, how we, how we ended up, you know, becoming friends. But first, I think the best way to introduce Valerie to you guys is by asking her a couple of questions. Um, so my first question, uh, mixed with, you know, a side question is, Valerie, could you Give us two fun facts about yourself and then tell us one thing that motivates you and drives you to keep looking forward and doing what you're doing. Okie dokie. Hmm. I guess the first one is I understand Slovakian. And the second is I did gymnastics when I was younger. What motivates me is probably the, the idea that what I'm doing is going to be able to help people in the future. So yeah, that's me. Very nice, very nice. So you understand Slovakian. Could you explain how you came to to to, to you know do this, I guess? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Um um I have some cousins who live in Slovakia and I go and visit quite often. So I guess I picked the language up when I was on holiday. Yeah, okay, all right. Multilingual. Wait, hold on. Are you multilingual? <laughs> how many how many um, languages do you understand slash slash speak? I'm I'm not gonna say I understand them super fluently, mm. but I like I probably understand two sentences at least in French, Spanish, Slovakian, and Dutch. That's fair, because okay. you know I stay I stay saying j'adore de la confiture et du pain parce que c'est très délicieux, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna run with that phrase from GCSE friends till the day I die. Whenever I go to France, I'm gonna whip out. But you know, it's it's very the fact that you understand like at least one sentence from all of those languages. You're kind of you're kind of stunting on us right now, but it's okay oh. if you're allowed to do that. Um, what about gymnastics? Oh you, my! Uh, can you like? Because the thing is, like, I know a limit. I've seen you do some some street stuff by this I mean you know some flips I'm just like whoa but like when did you start doing gymnastics and like did you stop why did you stop if you did stop um I started gymnastics in year seven um because I like dance I just thought it'd be a nice transition into something different like a different sport and I like trained for two and a half years I think with the school I was with mm -hmm. and then I moved schools so 
Wenemu schools, the gymnastics um, department, if you would like, was not yeah. as good. <laughs> yeah. I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But to this day, you know, you're always talking about this dance, this dance side oh, of you. But I still, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, can you, can you just do a quick dance? Can you do a quick dance? Please? Oh, no, that sounds worse than it actually is. Very. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know, like, what type of dance was it? Like, was it a particular style of dance? Um, I was interested in contemporary dance. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Do you like a bit of con- contemporary? Isn't that like when you have, I feel like my main exposure to contemporary dance has been through like talent shows, you know, your America's oh, Got Talent, your brain's got talent. You have that yeah. one performer who's like you know, reaching out I, is like, <laughs> what's that one move? Is it called the butterfly where they they reach out for the butterfly, they grow, they close their fist, then they go to their heart and they're like, oof. And you know, you're t- everyone's like, whoa. You know what I mean? Do you know um, what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Wait, have you done that move before? Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is a staple of the dance. You might as well, you might as well do it, you know, to be fair. But you know that that's, that's very interesting. Someday, someday, I hope to to see to see a performance. Mm, we'll see about that. Yeah, uh, but you said you want to help people. Could you could you like go into how you plan on helping people or why you want to help people? So I'm gonna probably explain why because I don't think how is so viable right now. But the two huge causes were well, amongst others. At my in my heart right now is um homelessness and children's education mm-hmm. and um I just feel like a lot of people don't really understand why people are homeless and have a, there's a huge stigma around why people are homeless either to do with drugs or um alcohol and yeah. there's a lot of mental health issues we don't discuss regarding homelessness so um I just feel like it's necessary I I feel like a home is something everyone should have and it's not necessarily a place but it's just a space of mind where you feel at peace and you feel comfortable existing in yourself and a lot of people become homeless because they can't find that so that's one of the things and children's education I feel like education is such a bedrock of a lot of things and you don't necessarily have to go through the system and necessary to get a great education it's just being exposed to different ideas and thoughts and I feel as though children across the world aren't given a fair advantage in that sense so in terms of how I'm going to do this I would love to set up a charity in the future but I think it also begins with discussions with people and just seeing what we can do from there. I definitely agree I definitely agree with both of those points really Um, because nowadays when you walk down the street especially in like city type areas you see a lot of homeless people and a lot of the time i just feel like i want to give away the money that i have but most of the time i don't really carry change but when i do have money i just feel like giving it away um but it's like is this really the best or only solution to homelessness you know just the occasional drop a five pound change to someone um or is there something deeper that we as a society should be looking at? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I definitely feel like, you know, your point about 
starting with conversation is something that's very important um, because a lot of the time when we see homeless people, we tend to look the other way, tend to brush it off as some sort of you know social taboo, but we need to start talking about homelessness. We need to start talking to homeless people so that we can get an understanding of you know every especially what you just mentioned about like mental health i feel like that's something that a lot of people do tend to forget when it comes to homeless people like they are also humans they also are yeah. going through something with their mental health so i definitely agree you know right now clicking you know <laughs> showing showing some gratitude for that excellent input um but could you see yourself becoming a teacher in the future since you care about um, education <laughs> the kids. <laughs> yeah. I laugh. I laugh so hard because um, secondary school and sixth form just put me off any oh, type no. of teaching of younger students. <laughs> definitely. Oh, no. I, could, I could definitely see myself like teaching university, but mm. not to younger years. Definitely not below the age of 18 for sure. Why? Can I ask why? What do you like about the under 18s? Are we getting into some controversial territory here? I definitely think so. <laughs> oh, okay. Oof, oof, it's about to get deep. So oh, no. okay. I, I I don't know, and this is probably wrong for me to say and it's an overgeneralization, but I genuinely feel like it takes a lot for a 16 plus student to be mature like to be mature when it comes to learning and actually appreciate education as education and not just something you have to do but not just that within the setting of school especially secondary school and sixth form there are certain manners that people pick up and I feel as though I don't have time for that like I don't have time for disrespect I don't have time for attitude I don't have time mm -hmm. for unnecessary sass mm -hmm. and because of that I can't I don't I'm, and I'm not saying all teenagers have this but it's going to be that one student obviously in this context so why they're sassy or they have so much attitude but I genuinely can't deal with that and you would know firsthand that I just wow. don't do attitude so yeah. in that setting especially being pressured to like deal with all of this plus schoolwork etc i don't think i would do anyone any good by being there <laughs> but as a professor, i'm giving a lecture if i'm teaching as a way of providing you knowledge and entertaining discussion then that's fine but if i have to deal with the backdrop of attitude and secondary school setting then that's not okay well, that's very fair personally i couldn't really see myself becoming a history teacher like what? secondary school level i don't know this wait what excuse me let's let's backtrack let's backtrack come on no i can't i couldn't do it you know i feel like in my experience if it depends on the history that you're teaching to be honest um and that would have an effect on the engagement of your students in your class and their willingness to learn um for example if you're studying I don't know, let's say, I don't know, the Tudor period. A lot of people who I've spoken to think the Tudor period is the driest subject in the entire world. Um, but I guess if you're studying something outside the box, you know, something that you wouldn't typically study within 
the current British national curriculum, such as, I don't know, African history or Indian history before colonial rule. I guess that's something that would yeah. probably interest a lot of young people today, especially since it's something contemporary. You have a diverse group of people within this country, within the West, within the world. So why can't we reflect that in the education that we teach young people and equip them with this knowledge so that when they go outside, they know how to interact with people. They know the history of other people apart from, you know, the people in the British Isles. And that's a, that's a, that's a topic for another time, maybe. <laughs> I was about to say, wow. You know, I was going to... Yeah, so I was going to get into my element. What can I say? But I feel like, I don't know, teaching teaching to to teens in general i couldn't do it as a, as a young teen once upon a time i feel like wait you know I, I wasn't born yesterday i am a human being i'm not a robot i'm not an alien you know contrary to popular belief uh, yeah definitely i feel like i'd probably go along with what you said you know in terms of being a lecturer teaching people who want to be taught you know ready to learn but yeah, you know, future career goals, maybe, who knows? But should we go into how we met each other? Do you remember how we met? You always do this to me. You know, You're the I one say? who remembers. I do. Remember. <laughs> I'm trying to We're test the memory because I'm trying to refresh it every time. Um, unfortunately, I don't. You might just have to start oh it. Oh my gosh! Like, really? After. after how many times? <laughs> okay, so. Well, if I was to say it, that wouldn't be fair because I would just be regurgitating, regurgitating what you told me. So. Exactly, but that would prove that you remembered. <laughs> you remembered. You remembered how the bonds began, and you, the fact you don't, it kind of <laughs> hurts. I'm not gonna. Get over yourself. <laughs> you know, my heart, my heart is hurting right now. My heart is hurting. But essentially, <laughs> it was like, was it the first? Or the second week of year 12? When was um, it? <laughs> I'm going to say the first week. I'm going to okay. say the first week. Let's go with the first week. First week of year 12. You know, let's say first day of year 12, I come in with an afro. You know, it's, mm. it's, not, it's not a full afro, but it's a mini, it's a mini fro, which substantial, substantial growth was, was there. Um, but end of the first week, I come into school once again with no... Yeah. <laughs> the hair is gone the hair is the hair is gone and there's there's a story behind this which i haven't really told oh I, I i think you know though do you know i don't remember uh so <laughs> i went to the barber wanting you know oh little, yeah, yeah I, I wanted a little i wanted a little fade you know just on the sides so i can keep the top part of my fro but they didn't really <laughs> They didn't really hear what I said because I kind of mumbled my words and um, essentially when I said like reduce the sides, they took that as reduce everything, everything. <laughs> everything. So I'm bold, my dad <laughs> sees me, he's like, you done messed up. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I chose this for myself. It's a new start for me. You know, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to embrace this. I'm trying to embrace this. Uh, but, you know, there I am with my bald head. And then there you have Valerie in history, you know. <laughs> she turns around to me and she's like, why? 
what made you do this? You know, that's the first time you spoke because, you know, I like to think <laughs> as a pretty introverted person. So, you know, I knew Valerie was in my class, but I never really spoke to him until that, that question. And I said, you know, I wanted something new. That was, that was my answer. Um, and then she <laughs> nodded her head and she turned around. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, oh no, this is, this is my first impression. Wait, do you remember that moment though? Um, I feel like that could have definitely happened. Definitely. Oh, no. <laughs> but it was definitely an interesting time. It was quite cold. I think I got a cold because I shaved my head and my head was very cold. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it was a tough time. But my hair grew back within like six weeks. It grows back crazy fast for some reason. But there you go. There you go. But then we also did... What was it? Choir, vocal collective together. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yes, I, I remember that. Uh, the endless, the endless a cappella arrangements of what song was it again? Um, it was something pentatonics. Ooh, I oh, can't even remember. It? Was it Hebrew? Yes. Yes, it was. It was. How did you How do you feel about that? Do you still remember like <laughs> the arrangement in your head? Um, I'm sure if someone sang it, I probably would start singing along. Yeah. But do you remember how we practiced that for weeks? Way too much. Like, oh. honestly. And we never and got we to perform it. And we didn't even perform it. Like, we didn't literally. get an opportunity to perform it. Like, we were practicing for, like, weeks, months almost. To perform. Literally. Then we just never did. But at the same time, we ended up bonding even further. You know? That is true. That there is true. Other members of this group, um, yeah. big up, big up on Nido, you know, with the big, oh. you know, big up, big up Tam, the tenor, Tam, Tam. big up, big up Kezia, with the soprano, yes, soprano. alto. I think she was soprano. Let's say soprano, but yeah, you know, big up Sola, who came Sola. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but we stand, we stand, we stand, we stand. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun time. Would you do it again though? If with the same group, yes, I would. I just think it was really cool. Oh, it was a nice small group. It was a nice small group. Uh, but yes, let's move on to uni, 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 uni. What subjects are you studying at uni? I study English and philosophy. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Why? <laughs> Straight up, why? <laughs> wow, was I ready? Hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I suppose I started liking English literature in sixth form. And through English literature, I got to know about philosophy and the obviously the endless interpretations of text through mm. um, ideas of how people think. And then I just started searching for myself ideas about philosophy and I suppose one idea in particular that struck me was this idea of alterity so I started researching around that and I found people like Simone de Beauvoir and um, just people in general that would had different views on what alterity meant and um, I started doing that so I decided to choose philosophy and English to study as a degree. And for those those of us in the audience, myself included, who may not know what alterity might mean, I, at this point I do because Valerie has severely 
minute. Um, what exactly is alterity? Um, so alterity, in other words, you could say otherness, like this idea that there is a there is an in-group and an out-group. And the in-group is people who are similar, who have a common interest, share a common goal. And the out-group is the person or the people who don't, who have no similarity. So the feeling of otherness or the existence of otherness is being excluded from this in-group. But there's many other ways to find it, but that's the simplest way to understand it. Mm. And are there any like real world examples of this, or is it yeah. something that is more so personal? To oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, there are so many um, examples. You could take gender, for example. Mm -hmm. there, is, there is this idea that um, females are an other to society because they just don't fit the boundaries and the ideals that society places on everyone. And there is race, race um there is definitely a predominant in group mainly white people and the out group is ethnic minorities mm. there is um class like if you think about every social issue you can find at the forefront of it the argument of alterity so it's not a personal thing but mm. um yeah i I, th I think you can definitely apply it to your lives like if in some way you've made to feel as though you don't belong in a setting or in a space, you're an other. Damn. That is very deep, you know? <laughs> I feel like to some extent, and, you know, you can jump in mm -hmm. after, like to some extent it seems as though I feel as though I have felt like an other to some extent, mm -hmm. you know, being a black male who doesn't, well apparently sounds like a black male um it's like you don't really belong to the black group because you don't act black quotation marks but then again you don't belong to any other group because you are black so it's like mm -hmm. you're in this position you're in this like position in purgatorial position if that's even a term um you're just like do I belong to any group or should I just accept myself for myself and be a lone wolf of sorts, if you get what I mean? Um, do you share a similar experience, I guess? A hundred percent. I definitely think I share a similar experience because I think that's one of the reasons why I'm friends with a lot of my friends. <laughs> no offense. No. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but I just feel like in a, some way, I don't necessarily fit a category of being a black female um, um, because my interests are different or so-called different to a black, a supposedly stereotypically black female. I don't use slang in my speech coming from London and I can assure you, in fact, you know 100% mm. that I am terrible when it comes to any um, like slang term or Very new bad. form of communication. <laughs> it's really tragic. And I'm old fashioned in lots of things, not necessarily my ideal, but like my values not, are not necessarily supposedly that of a black female. And it's just like, for me, when it comes to otherness and it being personal, it's not necessarily to say that otherness is something to be fearful of because that's usually where people go to or otherness should um, inhibit a person from exceeding in a space. It's that 
to recognize that otherness exists, it is it exists full stop. Um, if you want to change that and be accepted into a group, should that be seen as conforming to the ideal? Should I start suddenly um, be speaking slang and um, listening to drill? I don't think that's necessary, but it's um, maybe to exist as an other is a power in itself and it's it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just a thing that exists and we should acknowledge it. Definitely. I definitely agree. You know, sometimes I like to throw out the, the slogan, mad and proud, you know, if there's something that makes you different from the regular crowd, that was not supposed to rhyme, but it did call me up. <laughs> um, but if there's something that makes you different from everyone else, don't feel as though you need to hide it to conform, I guess. Be brave, be bold, stand out like a sore thumb. I've never had a sore thumb, but you know, if I, if I did, I'd stand out like it. Um, but yeah, I think I, I definitely agree with you, you know, be confident in who you are because nowadays that is your currency to some extent. Um, yeah. Because who wants to be normal being normal is so boring you know yeah. you sacrifice yeah. part of yourself to just conform to what everyone else is doing or likes so, you know it's not great so just do you you do you as buffeed 2015 would say <laughs> you do you. you know you do you but moving on yes i'd like to i'd like to ask you some questions about entertainment and entertainment whoa okay i don't know why i did that i'm so sorry that will probably never happen again um but in terms of films television shows what what are you what are you into right now um i i think i'm really into books at the moment um i recently purchased um a book called girl woman and other um by I think her name is Bernardine Avaristo but I recently purchased that obviously on the subject of being an other but also when it comes to music I'm a huge Beyonce fan everyone who knows me and actually knows me knows this so I'm still listening to her but I'm also finding like new artists especially with people I live with Mm -hmm. um and just just different people really um, I wish I could tell you, but I've forgotten all their names. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. and, and I started, I started watching The Boys, but hey. I, stopped, I stopped because it was way too much. No. I think I'm, going to I'm going to start again. Yes, um, definitely. The Boys, in case anyone out there hasn't seen it, stream it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's literally innocent fun, you know. You're what? Like, what? Lots of it's like it's like a, it's like CBBS, but like no, with good writing. Like very imagine, imagine that. Like it's wow, not, it's really not. It's you really know? not. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. But Don't, yeah, stream just the boys, season one, season two. Amazon Prime is on the come up. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but yes, do you see yourself becoming a gamer in the future, or is that like off? off oh the yes. Oh. oh yes i think if i had more time in my hands and i would and if i really wanted to invest in um, a ps5 i would i would definitely (laughs) i've had this long battle of whether an xbox or ps5 is 
good and Andre has convinced me but we moved I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but um definitely I, I definitely think so yeah I can see you playing games you know Miles Morales coming out November 12th in the US November 19th in the Europe for some reason but anyways it's a good game play it yeah. play if you get the chance play it if you get the chance so yeah how would how, how would you rate I think I might draw it to a close but first of all I'm going to ask you how would you rate this episode of the podcast out of what out or of just in general four out of four wow mm-hmm. yeah I think it's a very good a very good number to rate <laughs> like personally that's just my opinion but um I'm going to say a 3.7 mm. what, what okay wait hold on let's, <laughs> let's pause for a moment where is that 0.3 can we can we dissect um, that First of all, mm-hmm. the technical difficulties we had recording this. Listen, tragic. mate. Listen, mate. <laughs> That's not my fault. That's not my fault. Okay, maybe it is well, my fault. Because maybe well, some, exactly. some planning could have gone into that. But we move. We move. Okay. Uh, That's 0.1. The ex- Where's the 0.2? That's 0.1. 0.2 is the exposure. Unexpected exposure. Talk about my gymnastics life. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, no, I'm, trying to, um, I'm trying to dig into my guests. I'm trying to dig into them, you know? <laughs> Um, um, and the 0.1 is because you always have to leave margin for error so you can improve well, I mean there were barely any errors but <laughs> whoa like personally I think I'm going to give myself a 2 out of 4 because okay. I'm, I'm a humble I'm the most humble person 2 out of 4 hmm <laughs> Okay. Is it comfortable sitting on the fence, Andre? Is it really comfortable? Because you could stay pointy. there. It's a bit pointy. I'm not going to lie. Would rather have a chair, but oh, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. But yes, you know, it's been great having you as my first thank guest. You. On the thank you. Thank you for having me. You were rather excellent. And oh, thank you. Maybe if I feel like it, you might be able to reappear. <laughs> you might be able to reappear on a themed episode oh how does that sound it sounds amazing yes you might even get to win 100 pounds how does that sound? why are you lying yeah, why are you lying no one who comes on this podcast will win any monetary prize <laughs> just that you. is the truth people you know but who knows maybe if the budget jumps up <laughs> might get a little bold who knows who knows but yes it's been great having you if you if you want to do you want to leave any words of wisdom to the listeners words of wisdom just be you be confident and have a great week <laughs> some generic words of wisdom there from valerie <laughs> wow okay then okay the sentiment from me i shall see you later <laughs> in the next episode where i shall talk to another guest about other things see you later <laughs>